0: folks, uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats, you know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer
1: and just go in here, and I'm going to check, okay. Bang! Bang! Welcome to Too Much Dip, it's November 30th, 2020. My name's Dave. And I will be uh, hosting today. I thought about doing this entire intro in the Daniel Plainview voice from There Will Be Blood, but I chose <laughs> to not do that to spare the too much dip listeners from that bit. But we've got a very exciting show today. We've got Big Game Brett filling in for Roger Dorn. Thank you for having me, Dave. Call to be a pull pen over here. The bullpen is here. in the building. Yeah, happy to be
0: here. Uh, decided to talk sports, of which there were, uh, of which there were many this I f- weekend.
1: I feel like we we haven't done this in three weeks, but in reality, it's been a week. Correct? Did we do it remote last week? What did no, we?
2: No, we did. We did this Monday last week.
1: Okay,
3: I wasn't here. Correct. You were
1: not here. You you came. You were. He was remote through via via the satellite.
3: Yes. Hi everyone. Great to be back. Feels good to be back in the saddle. Uh, shouts to Aerosmith. I'm not going to do any okay. Cole Campbell bits today because Dylan's not here to laugh at him. But I will just say, Dave, hey. why are you always in the mood? <laughs> I <What>?
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a TikTok thing. Is it a TikTok yeah. thing? You're fucking
3: round, acting brand new. Who's that artist? Oh, man. He's 24 Golden. 24 Golden. Shouts to 24 Golden. He's, he's, he's my guy. It's a real earworm.
1: Are you getting into TikTok?
3: Nah. But I, I just really like that song.
1: <laughs> Okay. TikTok's getting him. He's into in Rick Hub.
0: Talk, which is the conservative one.
1: It's like Parler, but TikTok. <laughs>
3: that's that's good, Brad. Dude, that we said good.
1: this we said this the other day. Parlor, objectively good name for an app. Yeah. I just yeah. want to put that out there. We're fair here.
0: It means to speak in French. Is that really uh, where it comes oui from? We oui. parlay.
2: Oh. Oh, okay. Spe- now it's not as good.
1: Speaking of parlays, man. Ah. <laughs> hey KJ's here.
2: Hey, what's happening, fam? I'm I'm so happy to see Brett like sitting up. All right, no offense, Dylan's not here to defend himself, but uh, easy on the eyes this guy over here. Wow, great flow, thank you. KJ. And
1: of course, if if you don't know, Dylan is ugly as fuck. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they
0: say. Just not handsome.
2: Look at you. Look at us. It's a well-known fact. I sit across from
0: KJ, and I'm just always enamored by the gun show and the traps. <laughs> I
1: every appreciate time.
2: it. I appreciate it.
1: He does one set of one. Yep,
2: one one of one. Yeah, one each. in a row. I don't want to wake up the one family when I sneak row. out in the morning, so I just put the car one in neutral, in deadlift, walk it out, set it down, that's it. and that's the
0: workout efficiency. <laughs> have you seen the Pivot Gym, Dave? <laughs> I have not. It is a Murphy. Welcome bed. Welcome to Substock. You know what a uh, you know what. A, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. You know what a Murphy bed is? Yes, the bed that, that folds down. Like, and you can, you can like, store it in the oh, closet. Oh, yeah. well, Randy. Shouldn't spot. you be asking Randy this yeah. question? <laughs> Randy that's, just was, got a uh, Murphy bed, I think. When you lift it up, it reveals a squat rack and bench press. Oh, shit. Yes. yes. Okay. You have my
1: attention. Yeah.
0: Can I'm, we get
3: one for the, the stew here? Uh, or the lodge?
0: I think that's the plan. You it's to tear bunch. down
1: that load-bearing wall.
0: It'd be worth it. <laughs> if Pivot would like to sponsor this podcast please reach out brett at washedmedia.com
1: i've, I've wanted to get a squat rack for my garage for yep. a while but the thought of putting it together has, has just made me not pull the trigger why do you me.
2: say that they have people that can install them professionally so that you are not uh you know, just around trying to find a load-bearing beam because uh, i've been in the market searching for just this thing i have a smith machine in, in the garage as we've talked about uh but i'm trying to get out of there for space reasons so agreed pivots on the radar Interesting, sneaky shots to pivot. Drop
1: the bag. Yeah, drop the bag, please. Um, before we get into it, we've got a lot to get to. Oh but boy, just couple couple notes. Follow us on Twitter. Too much dip with two piece. Instagram. Too much dip podcast. Check out the Washed Media store. You can get too much dip merchandise now. Did you guys know this? The all new Washed Media store. Brett, tell us where they can go to find that because you probably know it better
0: than me. Sure, washedmedia.shop. Washedmedia.shop for a bunch of new merchandise from the Washed Media uh, Empire. I'll go there. Too much dip stuff galore. Got golf towels in there, ball markers with too much dip on them. Yep. There's even a little Easter egg here. There's a tee that might have Dave's name on it.
2: Oh shit!
0: It's the only the only thing so far from the Academy. But do I know about this? It's just in the in the tee set. There's a lot of different things. You we signed know Dave up for licensing, goes, yeah? A long time ago. Dave's a
3: big tee guy. High tee. Hi T. Hey, Oh, it's a high T.
1: Um, can I just dedicate this entire episode today to um, to Dippy, the official oh. unofficial mascot of too much dip? Yeah. If you guys don't know about Dippy, then I don't I don't know where you've been the last, oh, I don't know, 48 hours. Mm-hmm. But this one's for Dippy. Dippy. <laughs> Dippy's taken this country over. He was making waves over the weekend. It's our bestseller.
2: <laughs> Not to uh, pull back the curtain too much, but 2021, I've already teased Dippy Dog Toy. I want that to happen. More importantly, 2022, Micah in a Dippy costume, I think that could happen.
3: I mean, I'll do it all, uh, uh, This has Halloween 2021 written all over it, Ooh, assuming uh, the, the dippers out there uh, drop the bag and, there and it go
1: bang, yeah, there purchase this merch. He's shooting a basketball through Queso. Which seems like it would be difficult to do.
2: Well, those jump shots wet. It's so wet. wet it with just, a queso, <laughs> it just
1: glides right through the cheese.
0: M- Mike, have you been able to check out any of the Too Much Dip merch?
3: I have, I have. Do you uh, have a favorite? I love Dippy.
0: Yeah, I mean everybody does.
3: <laughs> you know, it's good. I, I like the chip logo. It's elegant. It's on yeah. a golf hat. That's nice. You can wear that. That's a real conversation starter. You if get you're it out in a polo, yeah. If you're out a playing with the, uh, yes. you know. A little round of golf with some some people. Tumblr as well. Mm-hmm. High quality tumblers.
1: Just high quality stuff. I Brett ha- have to agree. Shout out to Brett for putting it together.
3: Thank you, Dave. Yeah, big shouts.
1: Uh good news, Thursday, live stream's coming back. We've got football to pick, man. We got games to talk about. Bang. We got we gotta do the parlays and stuff, you know? You know Real the gambling next, guy talk. We'll,
3: we'll talk about it, but next Monday, after we record this podcast, the Cowboys play at like 3.30. Yes. Maybe the boys should go hit Hooters or something. Ooh, in a socially distanced, safe manner. Hmm. Does that Shouts mean the waitress to won't sit
1: down at your table? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she maybe just we, leans over the table.
3: Yeah, maybe we shouldn't go then. It's just not worth it without Sadvana there.
1: <laughs> Dude, she sat down at the table. I think I'm going to write my number on the receipt. Well, that was a, such a shitbag thing we used to do back in the day. We would... If somebody got up to go to the bathroom and, like, the check was there, we would write his number on the receipt and, like, with, like, a little message and leave it and not tell him and just be like, by the way.
3: I, I catfished a girl that way one time.
2: Oh, no. It, okay. it wasn't intentional, oh, but
3: no. man, I might as well tell the story. I was It was my birthday. Uh, we were at El Alma, and I went to the bathroom or something, and somebody wrote my name down on the check. or or may, Or maybe – I wrote my name down on the check because I was into the waitress. I was single at the time, to be very clear. Thank yeah. you. And but my buddy Bobby picked up the check because it was oh, my birthday. Yeah, this is
1: mm. this is a Bobby story. So I showed yeah. up.
3: I showed up to go pick this girl up, and she was like, "Nice to meet you," and gave me like a. a and I was like, "Hmm, this seems bizarre." And I, I think it was just because I had I had accidentally catfished her.
1: Damn! <laughs> Wait. Did she get in the car with you? Yeah, we
3: went on a date. Okay. Oh uh, she would, wow. there was no second date.
2: There was no noodling?
3: <laughs> no, there was no big new Saturday either. Just no, for the No one
2: for the catfish.
3: Uh,
2: <laughs> at Texoma,
0: I've, I've done Can this as well, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I, I left a number in my single days. Back okay. In new York City we hit it off with a with a waitress and left my number, and she uh, she texted me, and we had a we touched it back and forth a little bit, but we never went on a date. Oh never wow! Well,
2: I'm sorry. It's I'm a big city. Either. Find out yes. how this story ends on R&B Radio tomorrow. Mm.
1: <laughs> R&B Radio. Or your OnlyFans. Sure. Um, guys, and don't yeah, forget. Buy, uh,
3: sorry, buy the merch, or I might have to start an OnlyFans. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> did, we need you see the,
0: did you see the mouse pads, Michael? Uh,
3: yes. Is Thank you to them? everyone on Twitter who has is, who is at mentioned me whenever uh, Wash drops a new mouse pad.
1: It's only going to enhance your followers.
3: I mean, I'm willing to sign those for, for oh, the price. Right. Maybe I should get on,
2: uh, you know. Cameo.
1: You guys want to talk NFL football? Can
2: I plug the Discord real quick? Plug the Discord. As, uh, as I mentioned on Circling Back this morning, last week was Listener Engager Week on Listener Engagement Week for your boy. Uh, major shouts to all of those participating in the Discord. If you're not familiar with Discord, I wasn't either. But it, don't let it be too intimidating to get into. Uh, it's basically a discussion board dedicated to all things Wash Media. There are several different uh, channels there within including one for R&B Radio, one for Circling Back, one for this very podcast. Um, And the listeners in there do their own happy hours, Zoom get-togethers, v ups if you will. Um, But, yeah, hit your boy up if you need a link. It's a little different to join. You don't just go to a website. You have to download the app and get an invitation link, but it's super simple after that. Uh, Shout-out to uh, some of the listeners in there. Brandon, a.k.a. Kim Jong Bro. Uh, Edward was in there uh, last week. Um, Taylor was a new listener I hadn't, hadn't interacted with, so uh, yeah, check it out Discord. It's like eight hundred or so listeners in that thing.
1: A lot of listeners. Yeah. probably gonna hit the, a thousand after today. I Should um, NFL? I think the biggest story. We got to go back to Thursday. We got to go to Thanksgiving. You know, I, I said that we weren't gonna ruin Thanksgiving. We ruined Thanksgiving. We're just gonna start. Let's there. start right there, Dave. It was a shit Thanksgiving day. We got we 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 had uh, Steelers Ravens postponed. Correct. So we had, you know, basically two turds on the slate. You had Texans lions and you had boys team from Washington and, um, yeah, they did not deliver to, to say you didn't get Gills giving was an understatement, <laughs> an absolute understatement. It was, um, it was tough for me. I was, I was willing to give Andy another chance cause he looked good the week before. And, um, I don't know what happened, man. It, it, Honestly, I've kind of blocked out a lot of it, and it was like four days ago, so I don't remember a ton. But I just remember being sad on my couch, and like my nephew kind of looking at me, like, what you, "What's up? What, why are you upset?" I'm like, "Well, this team that, that has a chance to win its division by winning six games, mm-hmm. they're getting their ass kicked by this other equally shitty team."
0: Yeah, that's exactly what happened, Dave. That's exactly what happened. Amari Cooper stepped up. That's about about it. About it for the whole. Can we
3: time. can we talk about the fake punt?
1: oh you mean the one from their own 24 when they were down four points with uh, like 11 minutes left in the? yeah let's talk
3: about that one which led to an immediate washington football team touchdown on the next play um, was it the next play yeah it was the oh, next play it
1: was. okay
3: okay mike mccarthy is the worst coach in the history of the national football league i'm pretty i'm pretty sure At least he's, like, bottom 5%. He has a Super Bowl ring. He is certainly the worst football coach ever to win a Super Bowl. Let me put it that way.
1: I actually – I would look at that in in –
3: I know we're skipping a little bit ahead. Um, If you watch the Packers crush the shit out of Randy's Bears last night and watch Aaron Rodgers just look incredible, as he is wont to do. And the the Packers are coached by a guy named LaFleur, correct? Matt LaFleur. Yes, Yes. Matt LaFleur, who – uh Mike Michael Lombardi, who who used to be the general manager of the Raiders and the the Browns and worked with Belichick for a lot of years, he has a podcast. For for some reason he hates LaFleur and he calls him LaFuck. Okay. And <laughs> I don't know why, I just him. find it hilarious. But LaFuck went thirteen and three last year. The the Packers are what, eight and two this year? Mm-hmm. He's a good coach. Well, maybe. He may be an idiot, too, because he traded up to get a first-round quarterback when he has Aaron Rodgers.
0: And then drafted A.J. Dillon out of Boston College with the next pick.
3: So my point here, though, I, no one is sold on LaFuck. People think he is. No one no Lefuck. one trusts this guy, even though he has a tremendous record.
1: Who calls him LaFuck? Uh, Mike, Mike Lombardi.
3: Lombardi. Shouts to Mike Lombardi. He Lef- should come on the pod. not creative. <laughs> anyway, my point is, no one thinks he's a good coach, and yet he's got Aaron Rodgers. And they just win all the time. Mike McCarthy had Aaron Rodgers for years and had losing records. Mike McCarthy is trash. Mike McCarthy makes things worse every time he opens his fat boca. I'm sick of Mike McCarthy. (laughs) Hey, Mike, you you called an inexplicable uh, fake punt at your own 24-yard line when you were still very much in the game. Is that his call? He had to okay it. Did he? Or did fossil go rogue? I don't think he went Sarah Palin on uh, on it. And Mike McCarthy, after the game, when that happens and you lose, and then then the whole world, you know, things get significantly worse after that. You just come out and say, "Yeah, that was a mistake. We 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 made an error. We got to do a better job." That's not what Mike McCarthy said. Mike McCarthy came out and said, "Oh, it was the right call."
1: You got to respect. Mm. It, it was the right call. You double down. You
3: guys, you guys don't watch what we watch on film. It was the right call. Was it? Because it didn't look like the right call in reality. You bozo.
1: I love a good aggressive coach. Um, it, that just didn't seem like the move at that time. <laughs> I don't know what the analytics say. I don't have my analytics book on me, but like, it doesn't feel like we needed it. No,
2: It was a four-point game. Correct. And if you're going to go for it, just go for it, I think is is the biggest takeaway. Like, Run your offense out there and go for it. I, it was fourth and ten. It was also fourth and ten yes. on your own 24. Nobody's also, ever going for let
3: it. Let me also say one other thing. This wasn't like I can envision a scenario where you're watching film study, and they 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 rush everybody on the punt, and the you know if you quick snap to somebody and you're going to have somebody wide open, boom. That's something you see in film. It's like when mm-hmm. a coach tries an onside kick. That's that's something defensible. What they did with like a short a, a short snap and then running a reverse and looking to throw it to the punter, that wasn't going to work against anybody. That wasn't one that you're like, oh, on film if we run a reverse. They won't react to that well. Like it was just foolish. If you if you watch the playback, the uh, the, the
0: the guy across from the gunner, the gunner protector, b- buys it for zero. Yeah,
4: zero he's just seconds. standing right <laughs> there. You can well, tell when Albert, the play was totally blown when up Wilson from gets moment.
1: Think team's game plan, knowing that Fossil might pull some shit. Yes, he's he's um, notoriously so I, creative. Think you're. I don't think you're, you're going to catch anybody off guard, especially now. Like McCarthy's shown, he's pretty willing to be aggressive. Um, then you had the fourth and one. You had that that whole deal, and it's just it was bad. You had the Zeke fumble. It was just sad. It just ended up – and then they gave up. They clearly gave up. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel bad because, like, the last three weeks have been positive, about as positive as it can be. The defense
3: be. had been scrappy and really been playing well and it improved. Um, but, yeah, they were awful. Yeah. Just awful. They and were, just a, a pathetic fourth-quarter meltdown.
1: It was bad. It was bad. It made me sad and um, – you know no. what? I'm actually glad that Garrett wasn't out there for that. I'm glad he got to watch from the sidelines. Didn't have to. Didn't have to sully his name. Does he get the go going forward? No, no. we're sticking. No. I don't think. I don't think that will.
3: The problem with the Cowboys is that Jerry is the general manager, and he refuses to admit that he makes mistakes. And when he goes on his his radio show and says that Zeke is our best football player, when you've overpaid him since the jump, and he's clearly not the best running back you have right now. I mean. That's a problem, and it's going to continue to be a problem. There's no way to fix that unless Jerry dies, which isn't likely to happen anytime soon because I'm sure he's going to Germany and getting that stuff that, you know, the Kobe stuff. The Kobe stuff.
1: The the rich oh, treatment.
3: I, I think I think he just takes his super yacht Dude, <laughs> out I and would, brings the doctors to him. Do you know I've in recently looked waters.
1: into uh, stem cell for a uh, back issue?
3: I I did not it's know that, expensive. but I'm not surprised. You can, yes, it
1: is. You can get stem cell uh, injections into the if you have compressed discs. Really? Like I think I do.
2: Hmm. Oh, the yeah. dice, Yeah, for sure. Compressed discs. Is that what it is? I think so. Just call them COM condys. <laughs> um, compact are we prepared to give the Cowboys as much attention as a three and eight team deserves to have?
0: Um, the only, reason yes, it's yes, because they can still win the division.
2: I'm saying that they deserve very little attention here. I agree. Until I'm not saying let's never bring this, them up. This is therapy, but this is me thinking, uh, just, you know, just saying, will we feel better expecting less from the Cowboys? For the remainder of the season, they've been battered by injuries. There are yes. excuses. Let's Absolutely. just uh, as someone who knows losing, it's in my blood as a football fan. Just accept it.
3: I just here's the Lay problem. Down, accept it. The problem is that these teams in the NFC East are probably going to continue to lose, and so Eagles Seahawks tonight. The Cowboys can get one more win, and you can talk yourself right back into being. Oh, uh, we're only a half game. Let me out. say
1: this. I will. I will put down this ultimatum, or I will, I will just tell you this: I will not. Ex- I will not predict them to win the division anymore. I did predict them to win the division, which is not that crazy. Last week it was not that crazy. Um, now uh, you know what? I'm riding with the Giants. Jason I w- Garrett. I want Jason Garrett in the playoffs. Giants. I want. I want Jerry to have to see Jason Garrett in the playoffs. Um, yeah, like we said, Eagles got the Seahawks tonight. Um, the game last night, I had a lot of fun with that. Chiefs-Bucks, or was that the late game? That, that was 3 p.m. game. Yeah, it was a 3 p.m. game. Fantastic game. Um, you had fulma Mahomes. You had Brady. This is kind of like a microcosm of his entire season. Some really great throws and then some just on the wrong page. I don't know if he's washed. I don't know what the deal is, but just some bad interceptions.
3: Yeah, he looked great in the second, third, and fourth quarters, um, but some bad picks. Yeah. And that's sort of been the story on a guy who's 43, like he's gonna play well, and he's the he's the goat. He's gonna play well three out of every four games, or three out of every four quarters. But he's just not capable of putting it together for sixty minutes. I don't think.
1: I cannot watch. Um, I cannot watch Brady and enjoy it because I find myself getting more caught up in what the uh, the commentators are saying about Brady in the. Um, you know if they're if they're hitting him with you know padded gloves or you know they're being they're taking it easy on him like last night or yesterday romo clearly a brady guy i don't know how close they are but like you know are they going out of their way not to say that was a bad throw and now that's in my head so now i'm like overthinking
3: everything my question will be moving forward with romo is he that way around every quarterback because he was very quick to blame the wide receivers when Brady did something, made a mistake. Yeah. yeah, and I think it may be a pro Brady thing, but I think it's just pro quarterback position. That's I don't ever remember him being hard on anyone. So we'll he, see. It.
0: He gave Arians some smoke as well, saying that your offense is not tailored to what Tom Brady does best, which is read the play before the snap. He's he's doing all these reads post snap. Yeah, and I, I was like,
1: okay, Tony, like that that's that's above my pay grade, but like. It makes sense.
0: Yeah. Bruce is telling Tom, here's my offense, run it, instead of giving Tom the keys.
1: I saw some people on Twitter maybe hypothesizing that Brady was a little bit forthcoming to Romo in the interviews leading up to the game, kind of bitching about Arians. Because Romo wasn't – he was taking some subtle digs at the Bruce Arians yeah, offense.
2: I, I mean, it's no secret that what Brady's done over the last five-plus years is specialized in throwing the ball. 15 yards and shorter with the exception of passes to Gronk down the seam. Like that's where he's made his dough. It's his short passes. And Bruce Arians offense has never been that and isn't that. So it shouldn't be a surprise or misleading in any way that Bruce Arians offense is designed for passes over 20 yards, especially when you have, I don't know, Antonio Brown and Mike fucking Evans, like two of the deep ball threats, like best deep ball threats in the league. You should make it work. I think if you are the greatest quarterback of all time, you know, just as Bruce Arians should be able to bend a system, you should be able to adjust a little bit if you've got it. Brady was like 0 for 17 and passes over 20 yards until yesterday. And I mean, I'm, my numbers are off there, but but he was 0 for until he completed 1 2 Gronk in that game, like a 29 yard uh, pass up the seam. Um, there, that team will click, it's too deep not to work. Ronald Jones, being what he is and producing at a high level, is going to make that team, you know, have a safety net that they shouldn't have. That's how they got back into the game. Surprisingly, was how well he was running the ball. Um, so I, I think that the Bucks will be there. They may not be in the Super Bowl, but the NFC isn't so deep that they can't still be NFC, you know, championship contenders. Especially if Drew Brees, you know, doesn't get healthy.
1: Tyreek Kill had a had himself a little Jeez. ball game first quick, quarter.
2: Yeah, quick stat on him. 7 receptions, 203 yards, two touchdowns in the first quarter against the Bucks, He's third player. Do you know the do you see the stat in the other two? Third player to have at least uh last 30 seasons with 200 receiving yards in a quarter. Can I guess? First to do with over 7 passes.
1: Is one of them Randy Moss?
2: No, one was the Rocket. Hmm. I'm sorry, one was the Missile, the Rocket's brother. Really? Kadri Ismail. Um while Dude. with the uh, Ravens, the other Wisconsin Badger own Lee Evans. Oh, oh he used to do the wrist roll thing pre snap. Actually, no, he didn't play for the Bills. So yes, you wouldn't. Western
1: New York's own. Huh. I was thinking Randy Moss Thanksgiving against the Cowboys.
2: Um, I don't know if it was on one quarter. He had like
1: he only had
3: he only one. had three catches in that game. <laughs> three uh, catches for like a hundred. It was like one hundred and seventy yards, but it was only three catches, so he never got to two hundred. <laughs> that
1: was a fun one. It yeah. always comes back to the Cowboys. They were all
3: touchdowns too.
2: Finished the game with two hundred and sixty nine yards. 13 nice. receptions. Second most in uh, Chiefs history. So that's wild. Pretty good
3: day.
1: They've obviously lost a game this year, but like you watched that last night or yesterday, and you're like, who is who is beating them? Who is who is slowing this down?
3: I have a lot of friends who are Chiefs fans that I, that I went to college with, and uh, all the people from St. Louis are now Chiefs fans too, which is just kind of sad. Kind
1: of like everybody from Lubbock. They're now Chiefs r- fans. Right, <laughs> yeah, they're
3: all on the bandwagon. And I, I – like, you've got to feel like you're winning every game. Yeah. Yes. And even when they're a little shaky in the in the fourth quarter or whatever, you know they're if, if Mahomes gets the ball back, they're going to score and you're going to win the game. Like, that's got to be an unbelievable feeling. Even, even when the Cowboys were dynastic in the early 90s and we were kids, like, you knew they were going to win every game, but in the moment when they were in trouble, like, you, they didn't have just a go-to thing. It's like NBA Jam. You know he's just going to hit threes over and over and over again and get back in the game. It's just got to be a. It's got to be a sort of an empowering feeling the for the whole is team. The
1: the Warriors, right? Yes, the Warriors yes. of you know four years ago.
3: Yeah. No matter what, how much they're down by, you know they're going to make a, a twenty four to three run.
1: And it can happen like that. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I do think that it's worth talking and not to like segue here, but it, I think that Vrabel and what he does with that team and the weapons they have offensively can put up points quick when they need it if they got behind with AJ Brown. Uh, and some of the deep ball skills he has, or really just catch-and-run skills that he has. Same with Derrick Henry and his long runs. But as we've seen with Vrabel and if the Ravens ever get you know off of COVID, uh, both of those teams can slow down the game with the Chiefs so much that they can make it competitive. I don't have faith enough in Lamar Jackson right now to stick with the points or to put up enough points, but the Titans, I think, can, so –
3: well, that's you know. The, sorry to interrupt you, Brett, but like that's that was what was so crazy about the Chiefs' run last year is that the team there is a blueprint for how to beat the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You shorten the game, you run the football, you make it close, you hope to to get a turnover, and like the Titans did a perfect job of that yep. in the playoff game, and the Chiefs still ran them off the yep. field in the fourth quarter. That's true. So it's they're they're a juggernaut.
0: Two things. One last thing on the Chiefs' butch team. Did you did you catch uh, Chris Jones? Talking shit to Tom Brady, and getting in his face. Mm-hmm. Of all the people to get in Tom Brady's face, you'd, you'd think that Chris Jones is not the guy to be doing it. Um, two, the AFC this year is as, as as stacked of a conference. Yeah. Versus the NFC, I think as I've seen in a minute with the, between the Chiefs, the um, you have the Bills, you have the Titans, you have the Ravens, you have the Steelers. All of those teams can can pull this thing out, and I I don't think we're giving the Steelers any credit at all when we should be.
2: The the fact that they hadn't played yet this week is probably what puts them not not out of sight, out of mind, but Mm -hmm. I think it's because it's been shit, 10, 12 days. It'll almost have been 12 days since they played. Like, No question about it. The Steelers are a competent team. It probably is also a little bit slanted since we saw them play their worst game against the Cowboys, but unquestionably, they are a supremely talented team and a well-coached team. When you play against a quarterback like that, it's gonna happen.
1: Anybody catch that uh Raiders, Falcons game? No, but Red I Zone was living on it for yeah. a little while. Um I that's where I watched most of it and yeah. um what I don't that was just a buzzsaw. I, I don't know what happened. It,
0: don't the Falcons always feel like they're good for one of those though, just because of the weapons they have, because they play in no a Julio, dome. Right but but it's it, it always seems to be next man up with the falcons receivers they they draft their team like i draft my fantasy team i just load up on every receiver between i mean they've had hardy they've had Ridley. they've had the new guy from from bama they they have all of these guys that just step up every week or not every week but like at, at one point they go off for 40.
1: yeah boom that's got to be infuriating for a fan base to see your team beat the chiefs beat like you know the juggernaut we just described and then just go lay one of the biggest turds of the season. Mm-hmm. Very bad. What is that? Is that one of those
0: West Coast team flies east and plays a noon kick or one one p.m. kick? You're add always in a, good. Add in a
1: holiday uh, a holiday dinner. Yeah, yeah. The, if and you're gonna lay an
0: A, that's that's the egg game.
2: You've also got Raheem Morris has been their interim while well, interim coach uh, for what the last six games. He's four and two over those six games. And I was going back because he was the head coach for the Bucks for three years, and with the Bucks as the head coach, he was let's see, first year, three and thirteen, um, and this was taking over a nine and seven Gruden team. So he took over right after Gruden uh, was gone, but then he went ten and six in the second year, and then fell back to being ten and six. This is with Josh Freeman uh, at the helm, so. I wouldn't be shocked to see him stick around and/or get you know picked up as a head coach. He's got some talent. He's been around as a defensive coordinator and a DB coach for quite a while. He's only forty-four years old, so hmm. wouldn't be shocked if uh, Atlanta, um, if, if he keep if he probably I'd say he has to win three more games. Well, they also and, had and the
3: the Todd Gurley accidental fall into the end zone game. They he could be yeah. five and one yeah. as as the coach at this point. So, uh, yeah. that,
2: that, and that was who was that against uh, the Rams? No, the Lions. Yeah, the Lions. Which the Lions. You know, we, should we should talk about saying, them. Matt Patricia, if we're talking about not slim coaches, he is now available and on the market. Yes, wouldn't be shocked to see him just go back to New England.
3: That seems to be likely. He is such a, a just a, a terrible slob of a human. I <laughs> I hate him. I'm glad to see him go. He's treated the media like trash. He's treated. Uh, his teammates or his, his coaching staff his players everyone he is trash and I hope never to hear from him ever again
2: yeah it's you know I would be the first to jump on the, the railroad track and be like hey let's not judge the person but by all accounts Matt Patricia has been an ass to work around um, every report that you see on him I mean, it's it just hasn't been pleasant he hasn't lived up to any of what they brought him in for so it just sucks to see Matt Stafford's years getting wasted like
3: this. Yeah, the stat that I saw is that, you know, the we talked about a little bit, oh, don't bet against the Lions on Thanksgiving. Actually, you probably should because they're 4-16 in their last 20 Thanksgiving Day games, and three of those wins were under, were under Jim Caldwell, who they ran out of town uh, with a winning record, yeah. to hire this fucking slob. <laughs> I mean, I, I, no wonder Will doesn't want to come on this podcast anymore. This is—it's just got to <laughs> be. Dude, don't miserable. even bring up
1: the Lions to Will because, like, he doesn't even get like mad like us talking about the Cowboys. He just gets like kind of detached and sad. And you're like, "All right, man, fuck." Let's it's talk what, about like soccer.
0: They say what's like what's worse than than anger? It's it's apathy. Like mm-hmm. Will is completely in the apathy. Yeah, lines. dude. He
3: but, was. I did talk to him yesterday, and he was like. Very excited that they got rid of Patricia and the GM. That was yeah. you know, that's some actual movement. So congratulations to Lions
2: fans. As did the Jags. Yes, fired our GM. Um after what, ten years, I want to say he's been with the Jags. They did make the statement that Doug Marone, you know, wouldn't be fired during the season, which I'm fine with that. You know, you're not out there trying to recruit. It's not like there's a arms race for a head coach candidate, like like what are you doing? Firing your coach you and go after Urban Meyer? Like if we all know it's done, there's there's no issue in keeping some continuity during a completely shit year, especially when you've got to like maintain protocol or else you screw things up more. Like just keep them around, keep it moving, and and, and let's continue on. I, I guess it hadn't gone sideways for the Texans, and they've you know they fired their coach, so I, I, I'm not opposed to. So I don't. Doug Marone I don't see
3: always seems like a capable coach, though. I, maybe I, I, you follow the team much closer than I do. They just don't look like they have any talent. And the talent they do have ends up leaving always we for some reason. yeah had Mike Glennon
2: reason. start quarterback yesterday. Start at quarterback yesterday. But but then, that then, that team seems to play
3: hard, and they find uh, Like, I don't think the pain? coach is the problem, although I'm sure he's going to get really. fired. Was Glennon one yes. of the – Yes.
2: Was he a hard knocks, like, one of the three
3: – yes with uh well
2: i mean bucks drafted him he the was browns. with the bears i don't think it was ever with the browns no was, I, I thought he was know. like third i think bucks bears and now jacks but...
3: i thought it was the raiders maybe he was a part oh yes yes he was he the backup was with the raiders, raiders last the raiders year good, good and was followed pretty closely on on hard knocks oh, I,
2: I i tuned out of that season after uh like episode two but um, car creeped you out i think this didn't need any AD. dude meme it's of the too season. much of a beta Hill Mo- me- meme or of the AB. season
1: just, just Undertaker face Derek Carr. That
3: was great. Available on Too Much Dip on uh, Instagram.
2: Yeah, check it out. Um, yeah, I, I don't have much else to say about the Jags except for there was. I, I should have put, pulled up this picture. Maybe we'll hit it in quick tips later. But there is a ridiculous picture of a player grabbing the derriere of. What? Uh, oh, what, how did I that... didn't see the play, so I just saw the picture. It, it, it looked photoshopped. It was such a, yeah. a, an ass grab. The thumbs were in there, like. That is the ass eaten position of the hands. Like, you've got to get the thumb to a certain level depth that when you go to spread, like, the cheek's still not on your cheeks. And that thumb was in there in a right place, so. I'm just
3: saying. Can,
2: can you wow. say that again? was that so specific? <laughs>
3: can you say that again so I can write it down for Run It Back? Because no, no, I, no, I, no. I I I sort of had a, a stroke the, halfway tis through. Tis the
2: season, people. The, the um, clappuccino is back. I think we should pivot to COVID notes uh, He's here have because. Have an <laughs> I'm sorry. We're doing sports. Because everything that's going to be said about the Broncos Saints game is going to be oh, uh, yeah. about Kendall Hinton. But before we dive in there, where Taysom Hill is Just garbage. A He's a winner.
1: Is garbage. Hey, he's a winner, man. Sign me up.
2: I, yeah, we were in Denver, and we got all of the Tebow comps yesterday. He's garbage. Like, the fact that they didn't let Jameis play all-time QB yesterday was just sad. I felt terrible for Jameis. Like, who's not a good quarterback, but he can throw a football, and he can rack up some yards. He'll throw picks, but he can play quarterback. Neither of these two can play quarterback. Uh, 2-0? trash. <laughs> I, uh, I shot um, I just shot saying. some
0: texts over to the boys see if they yeah. needed somebody. You just um, warming up the arm. Would have had to quarantine. It, it it wasn't <laughs> gonna work. But
1: we need you here.
2: Yeah, you know I I was gonna take a game check. Though. It's podcast week. The we story got
1: there playing quarterback.
2: So do you want to give the top down about how we got here, or do you want to get the top down about how the Broncos end up with no quarterback?
1: Uh, just a triple threat
0: at COVID. They all, all four of them. Uh, so I think somebody came down with Jeff it. I Driscoll. think it was Driscoll. Fuck you. Which Driscoll. Which Driscoll that sounds like my pledge, bro. Yeah, Driscoll's dude. Yeah,
1: dude solid. It's a good family.
0: Uh Driscoll comes down with it. Test positive. Bortles, Locke, and uh Brett Brett Ripon. Rippin'. Rippin'. Rippin. Wow. Rippin. Uh, son of Mark, who a nephew. Nephew of Mark. Big Team from Washington. Yeah. Uh, Driscoll come down with it. Quarterback room is too close all four have to correct well, apparently
3: Point. they had a meeting without a mask. mask on yeah. on their day off they came in on their day off and had this meeting and the contract uh, the contact tracing has mm-hmm. found them to be a risk
2: but apparently there was multiple like multiple incidents within that group where they were warned they were provided these memos and they just didn't follow through so the nfl the rule is you can't sign a free agent without as brett found out unfortunately quarantining for seven days so Mm -hmm. last minute you can't pick up anybody so it's stupid of the Broncos to ever organize their quarterback room and having all four people in it at one point in time period like you've got to put Bortles in a bubble it sounds
0: like some the Bortles bubble
2: the Bortles bubble they might have been doing that but like (laughs) they went outside of that lunch
0: or went to a cafeteria spot or something like that where they just sat together I'm
1: just shocked that John Elway would maybe not take COVID-19 seriously
2: well I'm shocked I'm no I really am in a time like this you got to look at their ownership <laughs> and figure out what the hell's going on there <laughs> which which does not exist
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, another note on I, I found it kind of
2: surprising that you can't have a coach like, can't sign a coach to be a free agent. Rob Calabrese, uh, I believe was his name, who was a former Uf- UCF? Uh, I thought it was East uh, Carolina. East Meal. Carolina? Yeah. Something yeah. like Robbie that. Somewhere. Yeah. But he's a quality control coach, basically yeah. a GA for the NFL, on the staff, but, you know, runs a scout team, knows the plays enough. Yeah. And they asked, well, can we suit him up to sling it around? Like, at least he's played quarterback recently. And the NFL said no, which...
0: Kellen is, Moore came to
2: mind immediately for me. immediately. any
0: different than a, a guy off the – like, not off the street, but, like, your practice squad? I don't understand that.
2: I, I It's an old – the old rule of, like, you can't stash players on your coaching staff. You know what I mean? Like, say you yeah, wanted to skirt the 53-man roster. Like, ooh. they should have been granted an exception here, but because of how – I guess that they directly – the Titans screwed it up for everybody because this is basically what Titans did. They're like, "Don't do this kind of meeting outside of the boundaries of the facilities," and they did that apparently. Um, but yeah, I will say this before Micah uh, rants on Hinton: all of the credit in the world goes to the guy who steps up and says, "You know what? I'll suit up. I'll put the helmet on." Yeah, like, fuck it. His first know, first ever adult snap. He knows he's going to get killed playing a top ten defense. He knows he's putting his you know his body at risk here. He knows it's not going to go well. He's played wide receiver at Wake Forest. Wasn't even good enough to be their court, co- quarterback. Yeah, and he, he lost
3: the quarterback. the So he there. did
2: his part. He he served his team. Like, had they eked out a win, like, fucking build that guy a statue and he should never play quarterback again. But I, <laughs> it didn't look I, good. I did
0: have, like, a sneaky optimistic, like, they're going to cover. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to be loose, and they're just going to run the ball and run the ball. And if you just run the ball at somebody 50 times at altitude, somebody's <laughs> going to get tight. Like, somebody's going to puke on the Saints defensive yeah. line. So I I did think they might eat out of cover. They obviously did not, and he went one for nine. But Can, all the credit in
3: the world to him. I mean, I I refuse to give him all the credit in the world. <laughs> oh. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm about to take this position. If you look on social media, all these, all the 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 big accounts, ESPN, you know, they they say shouts to to Kendall Hinton who played and you know stepped up in the last minute. And yes, he stepped up. He wasn't prepared. Dude was one for nine with two picks. He was fucking terrible. He deserves no credit. He better stinks. Better
1: or worse than T- Taysom Hill?
3: Uh, better. I mean, worse. Worse. I I don't want to be crazy here, but if you put me at quarterback, I don't know if I, I'm probably not going to go one don't for 9 end this sentence. But you won't go one for nine. I'm You'll throwing, go
2: zero for zero because right. you won't
3: get any attempts. But I'm st- it, it wouldn't be any worse. He did oh, a terrible could've... job. <laughs> you... I could
2: do... Equally bad. This should answer uh, I, that question for every Tom, Dick, and Harry out there who thinks that. That like, I mean, I do hate that. Take. This is the most capable person out there. If you're saying not a quarterback to run out there and play quarterback,
0: I it, they they needed to give him plays.
2: That, that's also part of this. They didn't have a week
0: to play game. Play action. Like, this happened Friday. So but but even sucks. like you can you can put a screen pass in on the sideline. Yeah. Like, hey, drop back and you're running yeah, back. Yeah, let, let the guy hit a couple. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah.
3: It's third and 16. Let him throw a, <laughs> a you know. A, a hitch. A hitch. Yeah. <laughs> let, let the guy My hit God. a button hook for, for six yards. Was
1: he, was he getting to the line and even trying to read the defense? No. No.
2: Like, it looks bad. Like we're going to talk about another event where you saw immediately that things were going to go bad from oh, the no. very first play. He took a snap and it was a rollout to the right. the 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 receiver was open. Uh, you know, any competent quarterback would have hit the receiver, and he just. He didn't see it, and it, he just sailed the ball out of bounds and threw it out of bounds, throw it away.
0: His eyes, you can see, are three yards in front of him <gasps> versus 30. Like it He was is bad. just staring yeah. at the people. So he wasn't looking him. off safeties, is what you're <laughs> telling me? What, he did not.
3: Do there was a tweet yesterday from uh, – what, what's the guy who's the, the Fox college football? Joel Klatt. Joel Klatt. Who, yeah, Klatt Joel was like – he, he did the thing where he was begging for engagement. Like, all right, if you're going to play in a game – how do you think you would do as a back of quarterback or as quarterback for the Broncos? I think I'd go uh, like eight for 19 with two picks.
2: That Both. was his humble break. That was
3: his humble That really break. means
2: he thinks no, no, he'd no.
1: go fucking. You got to see the follow up. The joke was that that was his numbers in the Big 12 championship game uh, as, okay. uh, at Colorado.
3: Oh, that's funny. He was, yeah. yeah was
1: Joel Klatt. I, I guess that was against Texas.
2: Yeah, that's the game that, re- oh, that, that rerouted that my deal. life, got Gary Barnett fired, and my uh, commitment no longer stood tall. Fuck Joel Clatt. Really? Yeah. Wow.
3: Shouts wow. to Joel Klatt, though. I, a, a very engaging podcast guest. We should try and get him sometime.
2: Hard pass. Um,
3: <laughs> Maybe not for this show. Maybe his partner.
2: Yeah, when Go I'm s- out, Perhaps, perhaps for Mind
3: <laughs> of Micah. <sighs> Available nice. wherever podcasts are found.
2: Can we put the NFL to bed? Yeah, that's a lot of NFL. Wait,
3: can, before we do, can we talk uh, about Kane Brown?
2: Or the Chiefs. Or not Chiefs, I'm sorry. Or the Packers. Packers Packers won. We talked Packers earlier. Yeah, shots are of fuck. Bears are Postures. bad
0: again. Yeah. Bills are anxiety hurt? attack. The
3: yes, Bills. Yes, he was shit.
2: hurt. Oh, uh, yeah, Foles was hurt. Fantastic. Okay, yeah. What did the Bills do? What was they're the just a. Cons-
0: it's the Josh Allen roller coaster. Hell yeah! It's it's absolutely the Josh Allen roller coaster. The
3: experience rolls on.
0: Yeah, they're
2: so fun to watch, though.
0: No, they're not. KJ, <laughs> it's a fucking heart attack watching the watching the Bills because they play to the level of every opponent. Yep. Seattle, unbelievable game. Uh, f- fucking the Chargers, Arizona. It, it's it's they literally play mm. the exact level and they eat out wins against the people they should beat, but play terribly. And they they go up against these great great teams and play really well and beat the. Uh, not complaining. They're they're what eight and three or whatever. But my God, we need to. It's tough. I don't know what Josh Allen is yet.
2: I don't know. I beasley threw a touchdown pass. I like that. I did. Hell um. Yeah. To fly through any other notes we need to mention, Ravens-Steelers play Tuesday. We already talked about that, uh, so we'll catch that Thursday night. Um, Cowboys-Ravens was supposed to be Thursday night. That's now moved to next Tuesday or next Monday, Monday um, as we've already discussed. Okay. So no Thursday night game before our show, so plenty of us on Thursday night. Yeah, I, mm. the,
3: the other news, the Niners are no longer allowed to practice or play yes. in, the, in Santa Clara County. The Dude. reports are they're going to move to Arizona for the next two games.
1: Way to go, Gavin Newsom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you know, the only thing I and the the Ravens have now had a positive test for eight straight days. The, the COVID thing is starting to get uh real hairy in the NFL. The that being COVID said, thing. we're two games away from being done with week twelve and the NFL hasn't missed a single game yet. We'll see if that continues for the next seven weeks.
1: You know, man, it's just it's been stressful. You know, life can be stressful, even under normal circumstances. No. But it's uncertain times. And that's why we've got one of our favorite sponsors, Headspace. It's <laughs> Headspace. It was Headsprung. It was good. Headspace. It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. You guys have all tried this. I was using this a few years ago. I was kind of ground floor. Mm, Not really. a doctor. I was pretty late. It's awesome. I was a little bit intimidated just because the idea of meditation. I'm like, maybe it's not for me, but they make it easy. It's uh, one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed, you know, would you watch them boys? Headspace has three minutes
2: SOS meditation for you. I have started to use Headspace not to cut you off there unnecessarily. Cut me off. Post sizzle squad. Um, if we have one of those nights where we probably just, we just didn't have it headspace before bed will, uh, clear your mind a little bit.
1: It's very tough to go from call of duty Warzone right to bed. Yep. You'll just, you'll be thinking about, you know, you should have thrown the Mm semtex or something. You gotta, you gotta mix it up. Put a little headspace in there and, uh, have that barrier. Calm yourself down. Helps you fall asleep. Great for winding down. People swear by it. Their approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. That's crazy. Makes it easy for you to build in life-changing meditation practice. So check it out. Right now, we have a special offer. Go to headspace.com slash bang. Headspace.com slash bang. That's Going to get you a free one-month trial and access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. That's headspace.com slash bang. It's the best deal offered right now. Check it out. Dippy approves. It's lit. Do a little college football. Do we have a Turn it up. Oh. Yeah, we do. I don't know if it was going to be Gus being like, hey, good, go. The The Red River. Are people so, how do people feel about Gus these days?
0: I thought I liked him more than I do. Really? Yeah. I watch more back, the, the so more more of them. The more Texas I watch, the more I'm like, yeah. Uh,
3: Sam. He just calls him Sam over and over again. Big Sam. Yeah. I, I just remember Texas is back, folks. Which was what four years ago when they beat Notre Dame, Mike. I'm not God, gonna that name was any fun. names or five Mike, years ago,
1: Mike. You're in a group text with me and another guy. He's, he's the jackhammer. He's Dan. Everybody knows it. <laughs> yeah, okay, and Definitely. we're like, we're like trying to figure out: should we put money on Texas? What do we need to do? And he's like asking us. I was like, dude, Texas is gonna win this game. I was like, I feel I feel pretty good about it. You know, they've looked they've looked pretty good. Um, and uh, I forgot to factor in the fact that they have a, one of the most mediocre coaches in college football at the helm, at least at a blue-chip program.
3: Tom Herman does nothing on game days. I, he he has a reputation as being a, a good recruiter uh, at his previous stops but and also a self-proclaimed, like, Mensa-level genius, uh, which he likes to, to make public and not actually say out loud but make sure everybody knows. Uh, he doesn't do much on game day. And I, I I will just say this. The University of Texas and Iowa State should not be equal teams, and they are basically equal. If those teams played ten times, Iowa State's winning five, and Texas may win five, maybe six and four. Yeah. Like they're just very average Big Twelve teams, and to, ha- to lose that game in Austin, when you have a four-year starting quarterback, this is just such a pathetic waste of a season. It's really embarrassing, Dude. and I mean, they're—I don't know if they're going to beat K-State next week or not. State uh, just lost a Baylor. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they. I mean. I, for hermans sake now it would be great if he, if they lost to kansas uh in the last game and and he met the same fate poetic. as oh. that would be poetic but rip charlie um it's just it's they're just not very good and and it's it's a waste of a season which to me is sort of the theme of college football uh, this, like, this week
1: as much of a gamer as he is people like to say you know he's a gamer you know he's just All he likes, guts. yeah he he makes some boneheaded plays, and he essentially cost them what five or six yards taking a sack. And the, I mean, they they were down there; they drove the field yeah. to to tie it up. Inexcusable. Sack. Dicker from fifty-seven, just a little bit left, putting a lot on him. That kid's yeah. been like their most
2: consistent player. Mm-hmm. He's I mean, the cliche. If he had the distance, it was a good kick. I mean, like I said, just barely missed. But I think that this the issues that Texas is having. A lot of it's going to fall on Tom Herman's shoulders, just like a lot of what's happening in Michigan is going to fall on Jim Harbaugh's shoulders and rightfully so over a certain amount of time. Like you run out of excuses. The thing with Herman is like Harbaugh's had multiple quarterbacks, including some transfers mixed in there. And so it's hard for him to point fingers. The weird thing about what's going on up there is that the defense is like, usually they've had good defense and no offense. And this year the defense is trash in Michigan with Texas. You've hitched your wagon to Sam Ellinger for four years you know what you're going to get. Yes, he is a very competent and capable quarterback. And I think, you know, the signing and, and the, 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 the targeting of Jaquin and Jackson, like it's almost like that's what they want out of a quarterback. So if this is what you're looking to have at Texas, like maybe this ain't it, Chief. Like um, it'd be different if, if they were still trying to do that off-speed pitch that they were trying to do when they had Ellinger and Buschel. You know, you have somebody who can throw the ball, and then you have an Ellinger.
1: This is no inside info. I promise you this is just a guess. But
2: you mentioned Jaquindan.
1: No, it's uh, not. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh Duncanville kid. He took him to two state championship games. Um, he is third on the depth chart at Texas. I think Herman goes. He's out, obviously. Jaquindon ends up at SMU. Hometown Good team.
2: hate it. Pipeline was photos
1: his buddy from you know his last year at Duncanville, that's who is a senior conjecture. at Duncanville right now, Roderick Daniels, who was a Baylor commit. SMU flipped him. That dude is that dude's gonna be a beast.
2: Big things happen when you go into Eastern Carolina and absolutely shit the bet. Yeah, flip recruits. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the flip
1: happened before the East Carolina yeah, games, so. um, but just something to look out for.
2: Well, I
3: appreciate that, Dave. Uh, I, I'm just embarrassed for, for Texas and their fans, they stink.
2: Yeah. They they at least they know it now. My like, issue, is just like with Cowboys, like nobody's owed any winning seasons or a winning program or a winning franchise. Like, and that's how Texas fans act, and that's how Cowboys fans act. Yeah, that they just deserve to be better than they are. Well, and, and Herman's
3: not. Herman's got a little McCarthy in him. He doesn't say the right things in the press conference. Like, he there's just nothing enduring about the way that dude operates.
1: Okay, they both he, have culture problems. Both both uh, program Cowboys and the in the Longhorns.
0: Herman talks like he has won three national championships, (laughs) and he was it was not the whatever the fuck Houston like thing. Yeah, he talks like he's been at Ohio State for ten years, and he's doing Texas a favor by being there. And it's it it is disgusting.
3: It's grating.
2: I wonder what. But I like Del Conte though, and I wonder what is. I'm kidding. I, I, What's wrong with him? No, just, he TCU. just came from TCU, and oh. he, he stole the SMU Boulevard name oh, sorry. to attach to their tailgate at I, Texas. I, I, I'll, I'll make a
3: prediction. I think Herman does not get fired. Uh, I he's don't He's got think so, two either. years really? left on his contract. There's too much to, to buy him out. They're going to beat K-State. They'll beat Kansas. But... Um, He's going to hang around for another year. Yeah. that's my feeling on this. Obviously, that's subject to change. I was told
1: Urban Myers looking at homes in uh, Travis Country.
3: Yes, it, he must be working with Nick Saban's Austin real yeah, estate agent. Yeah, has got a guy. Uh, let's let's move on. The, the, yeah. the, it's just Too sort of text depressing. Text. We're not home. We we're, um, sound like Homer's here, but the Northwestern uh, to me, uh, if you guys don't mind, I'll drive here for a second. Continuing the theme of just sort of, maybe not a wasted season, but a tremendous disappointment, Northwestern loses to Michigan State. Uh, final scores is 29-20 because Nor- Michigan State scored like a lateral touchdown at the end as Northwestern was throwing it around. Uh, but this was really a two-point game. Um, Northwestern was ranked number 8. They now, you know, their outside chance of making the playoff is certainly out the window, although I think they're still in the driver's seat to play in the uh, Big Ten championship game. Uh, Michigan State has been a pretty interesting team. Shouts to uh, John Duda. So far this season, and and courtesy of Big Cat, I saw this tweet. We'll we'll shout him out. They lost as 10-point favorites to Rutgers. They won as a 24-point underdog against Michigan. They lost by 42 against Iowa they got shut out at home against Indiana and now they beat Northwestern ruined their season as a 13 point underdog.
1: They are they are the Jordan Speeth of college football. <laughs> yes, and if you want to know
3: the I teams with multiple wins against top 15 teams this season, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan State. Just like And those jerseys did. are fucking terrible.
1: They they the, this says it, but like they have not only lost some games, they have looked awful in those losses. It's like it's like they look just awful like in the winds in those team.
3: highlighter jerseys too. <laughs> Speaking of just trash, Jordan Spieth's Under Armour stuff—not always the, the best apparel. No, if you want to keep that analogy going,
2: it's not great. Mel Tucker, former interim Jaguars coach. Um, I think that they're trending in the right direction. It would be nice to see Michigan State continue to make that uh, conference a little more competitive. Uh, I think that Rutgers is going to be wildly underrated, as will be Maryland uh, going into next year because Talia. Tulia Tagalavailoa Viloa sure to his, uh, to his younger brother oh, yeah. is good if they get one or two weapons in Maryland I think that Loxley will have uh, something worth watching maybe not challenging for any kind of national title game but it won't be a given that Ohio State's gonna waltz into Big Ten title game aside from Penn State and who knows how quickly Penn State recovers um, they lost all of their best players. Ugly. But so kind of like LSU fell off the map, nobody expected it to be as big of a Yeah, they started ranked I'm in the top 10. Sure.
3: Yeah. Uh, moving to the ACC, Notre Dame beat North Carolina by two touchdowns. So weird to think about. This was funny because it was on ABC immediately following the UT game. And then Mac Brown's team came out and scored on the a first w- drive. W- and w- people w- are, w- I mean, w- I think w- everybody w- wanted, wanted the chaos. Like the fact that Mac Brown lost that game, Mac Brown, Mac Brown, Mac Brown. Uh, probably help Tom Herman. Because I really think if Mac Brown's team would have won that game on national television Uprising right afterwards, people would have just lost it. Um, no, no pressure to bring him back, but just to get rid of, of uh, this Bozo.
2: I'd say that a lot of people, including myself, missed. I, I've said it before about Herm Edwards. What Mac Brown's done is
3: it's Just impressive we've uh, got a crazy recruiting class coming yeah. in apparently too so but Notre Dame's good I mean I, at this point we've seen enough of them to know they're they're a legit team and and they will be in the playoff yeah basically so and then I think they deserve it normally I like to crush them but they they're good uh,
1: uh Iron Bowl by the time I turned it on it was it was done out of hand
0: yeah. is Matt Jones good or is he is he the product of his, his he's good
3: colors?
2: it's yeah. it's hard to not be good when you I like watching him play he's good is
3: he nfl pro bowl good i don't know
2: like is he chest hat and sit on the bench in houston good maybe i think he's
3: better than than a.j mccarron like i I think if you look at the average eh. yeah
2: it's a different offense too though that's true probably going to be in line for jobs um now that he's kind of put the whole pills and alcohol you know issue behind him shouts to
3: him uh yeah so bama cruises we talked about iowa state uh, do you guys want to talk about what's her name? Sarah uh, Sarah Foster, is that right? The Four. Sarah Fuller. I'm sorry, the, the yeah. first
1: soon to be the mean green zone apparently. Is is she transferring? I believe she is going to UNT.
2: Really oh, well we will see her at UNT.
3: Really? Um where are you getting this information, David? Uh,
2: I would be let
0: shocked. Me, like, give me y'all y'all he's talk He's on the, about he's it, on the boards. He's in the UNT boards.
3: Okay, uh, because she played at Missouri this week. She kicked off to start the second half. Uh, Mizzou whipped that ass, forty-one yeah. nothing. God, we are good. It feels great. We got all the momentum. We got two more winnable games this season. All the things are coming together for the Tigers, uh, but Notable nobody cares about that.
2: She was the number the first female player for a Power Five team. Because whenever I heard this rumbling, I was like, what? What? Like. I thought we had Katie Henda, I'm yes. her name from New Mexico, but they were making the declaration that it was Power Five team.
3: She had um, she had was on the roster at Colorado but never played in a game and well, then transferred to New Mexico.
2: And she transferred because there were some sexual assaults. Yeah, was it like, wasn't great. A lot of terrible things happened. That was pre Gary Barnett. Um so we did have a female player actually score points for New Mexico.
3: April Ghost uh, at um, New at Kent State also had right. four years.
2: And so it was uh, interesting to see how quickly this hype bubbled up. I don't know if you caught the Derek Mason interview or the conversation before the game, but he did pretty much explain why this happened. Their kicker went down hurt. They did have a punter, which my immediate question is, okay, you're taking over kicking duties. I don't care how bad it is. It's you. What happened when I was at Texas Tech, when we were out without a kicker of any competence, is you post in the Daily Torridor, and, or the newspaper on campus to say, okay, hey, kickoff or kicking competition, come on out. Because inevitably, if you're a kicker in high school, it doesn't mean you're diehard to go play college football, mm-hmm. but you Somebody's probably can still kick. Yeah. Or you're you know, soccer player, whatever, and you'll get somebody. Because of Thanksgiving and the break plus COVID, campus was empty. Their options were limited to what was on their team, which apparently they had nothing, and the soccer team had just won the national title game. Uh, the conference title, I think, four, uh, conference championship—one yeah. of the two. Uh, the women's team did, and so she, Sarah, said she would step up and try. She tried out; she did well. I'll say it—the uh, one kickoff it. that she did get wasn't great. It went about thirty or four yards. Her it was, was a squib kick. Was it intentionally it was, a squib, squib? They said it was kick. an yeah, intentional was squib. squib. Okay, based on the Perfectly pre-game kick, also not great. However, wait. Yeah. Okay. Undeniably, it's still a good story, and and what blows my mind is that we don't see it more regularly, because there are female kickers out there that can kick. It can be, you know, maybe not fifty plus uh, field goal kickers, but you can get female kickers to do kickoff duty, and that can handle a tackle. Like they're like, it should happen more often. There should be
3: there are women on every college campus in America that can make an extra point. Exactly. That's that's if that's the bar, uh, then then that could happen.
2: I'm just saying it should be. It should happen more frequently. Those yeah. opportunities shouldn't be so unique. And don't give me this shit about oh, you only have a certain amount of scholarships. You're not going to give one out for this out of the other. Again, Title IX, all this other shit aside. Like I shouldn't say it like that, but mm, Title IX aside, star like, over here. you likely will be able to utilize a scholarship from if if the person's a dual sport athlete from the other sport. So don't give me the space reasons. Like make this happen more regularly. Shout-out to Derek Mason for getting it done before he got fired.
1: North Texas women's soccer announced that Fuller signed to join the team in 2021. She'll be doing it as a grad
2: transfer. She is from Wiley, which is in the DFW area. Makes sense.
3: Shouts to her. Um, Sorry to Derek Mason. You want to Kendall hinting her, too? (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) She did fine. Uh, You know, on uh, game day before the game, they were – they got it was it got a little dicey in the conversation. They weren't as uh, sympathetic as perhaps they could have been, and uh, but there was a joke about how yes, you better have range from fifty plus because that's the only looks vandy might get at the scoreboard, and that turned out to be true. Vandy um, stinks. I mean, they, they're bad. They're a bad football team. They stink. baby. They stink. Like, you've, uh, now you've they need SEC, a new coach.
2: You've got Nashville. Like it should be an easy recruit. Yeah. I mean, they need to change their entire program do they have i assume they have academic barriers that prevent that's, them from recruiting aggressively that's the story yeah smu notre dame had those things in place too and then notre dame's ad steve orsini got that fixed up there and then we hired him to figure out how to fix it for us and we hmm. did it's called install majors that uh are sports management that's a good plan um heartbreaking news i wasn't aware of this until today indiana quarterback Michael Penix is that yeah. what's his yes. first name? Martin Out for the season with an ACL,
3: <laughs> which is sad. That I didn't even sad. see the. Injury. If you if you look at it, if we want to continue my theme of uh, seasons wasted or sad seasons, this one for Indiana who that was having the greatest season they've ever had, basically with the star quarterback. Now he's lost for the year. Uh, that's tough for them. On certain times, man. Can we talk about the Oregon State-Oregon game? Yes. You watched all of it. Did you did You watch the end of this? Yeah. I, I mean, I watched most of the fourth quarter. First of all, this felt like the first week that like college football is actually back to me, or maybe it is for me, where I sat down on a Saturday and watched all the games, and there were like West Coast games that were going late, and they were close. Like It was exciting to be sitting there watching, and I, I guess we were all hungover and tired of eating. Uh, over the course of the weekend. So by Saturday night, like it was just me on the couch. Uh but this game was uh, Oregon State was I think a 15 and a half point underdog going in, something like that. Oregon ranked number 15. On the Oregon State gets to the a goal to go situation. Their quarterback tries to go quarterback sneak on third and goal, gets stuffed, hurts himself and is like hobbling off the field. By they, the
1: way, did uh, probably got a, got the ball across the plane? It they, looked, they, they botched that. It, w- it was uh,
3: it looked by the naked eye that he did. The, score.
1: the line judge, complete like one of the most egregious offsides you'll ever see. The guy who blew up the play was in the backfield before the ball even yes. snapped, and they didn't call it. It was wild. And, yeah, I guess he was. But it, so he, popped a
3: hammy. He does something and with a leg injury. I couldn't really tell what it was. I never heard but what he looked it looked
1: like he got sniped.
3: and Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, like, kind of limped off, like, five feet and then just went down like he got sniped. So now it's fourth down. They're losing by whatever it is, four points. So they've got to get in the end zone. They bring in a backup quarterback who's never taken a snap in college football, or at least at Oregon State. I think they say he was a transfer. I don't know if he had played before. What was her name? he goes in sneaks in for the score and uh wins and Oregon State wins the game yeah. and as he's on the sideline like hugging people and high-fiving he's got the biggest grin you've ever seen there's just this shakespearean shot of him like this hugging people and right behind him is the backup quarterback or the starting quarterback with his leg in the air like looking like he had literally been shot like he had just this look <laughs> of pain on his face and it was just it was a hilarious moment to me in a uh, in a wild so well finish ass
2: to the accordion with all that <laughs> sadness
1: you also uh you failed to to note the extreme fog that yes. permeated the stadium for the all the entire all the first half and most of the second and like Camera crew—they were missing the ball. They were, the the commentators were missing interceptions. Like they—you couldn't see what was happening, and it was chaos, and it was a lot of fun.
3: It, it, this is this is one of those games that people at Oregon State will be talking about for another twenty years.
2: The commentators were acting like you would like at a job where you don't know if you're supposed to get off early before a holiday. The whole time they're like, "Surely they make they may call this if there's a punt and there's a safety issue. Like they they may call this game off." Mm. The whole, and I'm like, <laughs> "Well, dude." It's really not fog. Everything's legal in Oregon, so. <laughs> oh. oh
0: damn! The marine layer too.
1: Exactly. That's marine layer. Very sick. And plus, they could see on, on the field. It wasn't that bad. It was just for the folks but, at home. Yeah, it's a camera
2: trick. Yeah. Just fucking nosebeers and clouds of it
0: everywhere. You catch the uh, the best four and four team in the country, the Ole Miss Rebels.
2: I missed it. Beaten oh, up. egg bowl. Beating up
0: on Dave's uh, Mississippi State bulldog. I'm mad that I mm. missed this
2: because I've. Was looking forward to this. Once we've realized we'd have Kiffin versus Leach, and Mississippi State just fall into a place of irrelevancy. Kiffin is is is.
3: uh, tweeting out about how he posted a hilarious meme.
2: Cool, very cool. Hey guys, you see the meme I did? He is
0: the most (laughs) online football coach in the country.
2: He does stuff
3: uh, like I've followed him on Twitter for years. I don't really know why, but he always retweets stuff from recruits, and I'm I'm just like I don't think it's legal to be doing the things that he does.
2: You can. I, I, all I know is the SMU guy does. Scott, coach Scott Dandy does it for SMU uh, recruits. Um, but, yeah, Kiffin is acting like an SMU coach with how much he's online. But, luckily, he doesn't get just shot down for having bad takes by random journalists. Uh, Rhett Lashley, the former OC of, the, of SMU, is now the OC for Miami, tried to come to the defense of the Mustangs after they got their ass whooped when mm-hmm. our beat writer said that they got obliterated. He's like, you could have just said got beat. That would work, too.
1: Oh, that's a little bit.
2: And we were down forty-two-seven yeah. to a team that has two wins on the year. Obliterated fit.
1: Every time you send out a tweet like eyeballs emoji or the Undertaker or somebody getting up out of a grave, I would like go switch to try to find the game. Like, oh, okay, I got to see this comeback. And by the time I found it, they're, they're back down pick. twenty-one again. I'm like, okay, well. we
2: brought it to two, fourteen points with a minute left. Anyways, we lost. I've heard enough about it from random areas around the country, so uh, no more on the SMU game. I didn't DM you about it,
0: did I? (laughs) Eyeball was good. I didn't have
2: people send me uh, the cities and state that you live in, so no, I don't think it was you.
0: (laughs) Ole Miss really does. I don't know if you guys have had the pleasure of watching them. They have one of the most fun offenses to watch in the country. Corral can sling it. Elijah Moore I think is the best receiver in the country. He's number eight. Did you Calm watch down. this, dude, I, I promise you, Dave, if you watch a game, you'll be like, holy shit, their defense is god-awful. Have awful. you watched any Texas State football? <laughs> uh, is Brady football in the game? Brady football is a guy. Isn't Brady it football. Mick football? M- Brady McFootball? Brady McFootball face.
2: <laughs> he did not take down uh, Coastal Carolina. No, glad
1: I didn't. <laughs> the
3: most exciting 2-8 team in America, the Texas State Bobcats. Season's gets. over.
2: Elijah Moore yeah. is who you're talking Elijah Moore. About?
0: Okay. You need to watch Elijah Moore next week. Uh, they don't. Their team got postponed. But whatever.
1: Elijah Wood.
3: Let's I'm talk sorry. about some other postponements. While we're, uh, <laughs> we talked about Bama and Notre Dame at the top of the uh, the country. Number four, Ohio State. Number seven, Cincinnati. Number eleven, Oklahoma. All had games canceled or postponed this week. Uh, there was a third, Florida State game that's been canceled, and Stanford, much like the Forty ers will have to leave their state to practice.
1: Thanks a lot, Gavin. <laughs>
3: and uh i keep thinking good,
2: rosdell and i'm like what the fuck does bush have to do with this we also <laughs> should have mentioned
3: uh number three clemson number 5 AM, number six florida all cruise this week so
2: florida's good a good. Florida's good too. that makes me want to go back i mean i'm not going to at all and review what the fuck happened in that florida a&m game like am just putting it together um Combat sports that. minute, or I mean, y'all want to do golf first? Get this out of the way so y'all can. Because uh, I think combat will have more to it. Just
1: get a quick tip to golf.
2: Okay, perfect. Yeah. Combat sports minute. Do
1: you guys, uh, anybody else, stream legal or otherwise, uh, an exhibition between two guys post fifty? Uh, yes, I.
3: I as an expert on fist exhibitions. Yeah, this uh, is your thing. I was intrigued. I. I certainly did not pay for this. Uh, shouts, shouts to crack uh crack streams that went in and out it gotta wasn't, say, wasn't great this time
1: as someone who's participated in the um the promo for an, an exhibition because you don't have the licensing from the state to make it a fight or call it a fight they were so cavalier about this they like yes is he out of uh who was doing commentary was just like i mean he straight up was just like yeah it's an exhibition but let's talk let's get real it's a it's a fight someone's getting knocked the fuck out
3: yeah, so I was like, that's
1: like exactly what you're not supposed yeah, to say. Yeah, we're calling
3: it an exhibition, but fuck it. These two dudes are about to go to I war. I think he said,
1: fuck it. Yeah, he did.
3: He did. <laughs> it was it was just audacious. I guess they just figured, like, this thing's about to start. It doesn't really matter so what we So the whole thing,
1: they had some legit some legit fights on there. The ring looked incredibly small. I don't know the dimensions of
2: it, but it looked like a small ring. The screen, mm-hmm. I think, had that effect. Like, they did the um, NBA bubble huge scream right behind the ring. And yeah. This was at the Staples Center, so... Oh, it had was? a lot of area to cover for hmm. this. Yeah, it was really
3: like the general vibes of this were real weird. They had a lot of rappers performing in between fights, and most of the music was terrible. I'll just say it no, until they got to Snoop. Until they got to Snoop, Snoop? we'll get we'll get to Snoop. Is he the gra- he's okay. the MVP.
1: Is he the greatest hip hop performer, like live concert wise, like of any of all time? Is he in that conversation? Because he, dude, he nails he's it. He's got to be in. Time. He's got to be in the conversation. He just looks so comfortable up there blunt in his mouth so it was fun he did he did a medley
3: Snoop it was good too and and he was also good on commentary just yelling good night Irene when good when uh, Irene. Robinson got knocked down a bunch it was it was funny Snoop was excellent we could use Snoop all the time he really is a national treasure but Dude, the, the vibes I was getting some firefest vibes from the way that the ring was set up like this look Dave you said something about like this is some guy with way too much venture capital money behind him. Uh, that's just on on a coke bender. That said, let's design this thing to look like this.
2: Have any of you ever been into an Aloft hotel? Yeah, uh, yeah. Or yeah. This, this gave off major Aloft yes, hotel vibes. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Wow, which,
3: uh,
1: that is you know, very accurate.
2: I don't hate the Aloft. I I, enjoy yeah, I it don't for hate what
0: it. it I like because d- they look switch they switch the bed direction and it changes your whole experience. Yeah. It's like
2: whoa, I've never seen that before. They paint this exposed concrete like teal, and you're like, oh shit, I'm Oh, teal. Yeah, um, I
3: I will say it just seemed um, the the vibes were were out they're a little different and didn't like, like it, montana i just if you Wiz if there was Khalifa. a big thing that popped up today and it said that uh whoever ran this didn't have the money to pay the fighters i would be zero percent surprised
2: well because again you have to think to yourself who didn't ran this and i know the name i don't know what the fuck they do I'm yeah the no one knows what triller is yeah. I'm like, oh. shouts to well, them.
3: i know them. what so,
1: it is now that i've paid them 49.99 paid why did you pay triller God.
0: You have a problem. Or is that how you do
3: That's the, how you have you to, do to do it. Yeah. I
1: wanna I had one a bet earlier in the day and
3: I was like, <laughs> fuck it. I love it. i w I'll also say this though. Um uh, the the it was pretty cool the way that it all yes, looked. Like the, I it wasn't bad. And it, it it's nice to see something different because we're so programmed to watch UFC fights, I think is is where I watch most of my fights. And you can you can time a UFC event like to the second. Like one fight ends, uh five minutes later you're gonna have the, the first fighter's music, the second fighter, they're coming out, they're going, we have the decision, they just move on. And, like, to, to have something a little different was kind of fun.
1: Yeah, the most different thing about it was um, watching a YouTube sensation uh, versus a guy who had a substantial NBA career, did a lot. Quality. With quality career, hit some big shots in some regular season games.
3: I, I can't remember a single shot that Nate Robinson hit. He did win three dunk contests though, so he was a notable NBA I player. One he year against the, the
2: Nuggets, he made the Mavs. Look yeah, silly at the one Nets, point. he was okay too. Right before Lin sanity went off. Yeah, you, you
3: got to be a good player to, to make in the league. But, what, 12, um, 13 years,
1: he had zero professional fights, and um, it showed. I don't know if he had ever been in a. I didn't watch any of the hype leading up to. it. I don't know if he's ever been in a fight.
3: Can we pull up these memes, Randy?
1: Yeah, give us the hit us with the memes. Um, Everybody, I think everybody in the world was pulling for Nate, just because I don't know. He seems like a good dude, and it's kind. It's kind. I'll be honest. It's kind of sad to see him having to do this.
2: No, everyone was pulling for Nate because of how insufferable That's true. Jake Paul is. That is the main reason. I,
3: okay, I don't know much about Jake Paul. I don't
2: either. Except for like,
3: none of us should. I think as the, grown men the in Paul our
2: thirties. Paul brothers. I wonder if they feel like old heads when we talk about shit like the Sway House. Like, do they look at that like? Oh fuck! I've been in the content game fucking ten years before these idiots. Like,
3: you know, I'd love to know, but for someone who has this huge worldwide following, this dude is not charismatic. After the fight, like, he was—he called out Conor McGregor. Like, dude, shut the fuck up! You're you're not going to (laughs) fight Conor McGregor, and and he wasn't even like smooth. He didn't have a good rap. Like, I thought you would see this guy and you'd be like, wow, that dude is truly electric. I've seen some of the the stuff leading up to the fight. Dude, he's just another dude. I, I think don't get he's it.
1: Trying to take it seriously.
3: Yeah, like
0: I think he is.
1: He he. I think he truly believes that he could he could get some actual traction as a professional fighter. I,
3: and I understand he's only twenty three years old. He looks like a pretty good athlete. Like I'm okay with that. He, I just want the dude to like be a little entertaining. And I he can yeah, not make is, me smile. He's he's kind of hateable, but not all the way hateable. He just he's got to work on his gimmick for I, in wrestling parlance. I love that
1: he pointed out the fact that uh Deontay Wilder didn't start fighting until he was like 20 or 21. I'm like a little bit of a difference there.
2: Yeah, built different. Sir. Built
1: built a little different. In
2: his defense, he's not built poorly. He's no, not a he's small a big guy. Dude. Well, Nate Robinson's what 5'8, 5'9,
3: 5'10? Yeah, I mean, I he know, might own, be 6 foot. He NBA. could be 6, he, foot. just
2: feels small, but
3: Nate was a little bit bigger than I was anticipating when you saw him head to head. But I, I, I just want a little more from Paul I the guy had a chance to win me over i I could get into uh, YouTube boxing you know I, I like a YouTube feud for a bunch of people I don't know about he just wasn't electric enough
1: this was uh this was clear from the moment they were face to face in the ring that this was going to end very poorly for Nate Nate had absolutely no technique his move he was trying to charge in and get inside of Jake and he would tie him up and like you knew if, if Jake Paul connected, it was going to end poorly. He had knocked him. He knocked him down twice, and then that that knockout is just one of the most brutal knockouts. It was reminiscent of uh, Juan uh, Marquez,
3: Marquez
1: versus Pacquiao, where Pacquiao just walked right into a right and was just out for like thirty mm-hmm.
2: minutes.
3: Yeah, uh, it was a little scary.
2: I will say here about Nate Robinson, all of the blowback and everything we're probably about to say about the knockout once we watch it is entirely valid. I do agree with the sentiment, like just like I said about Kendall Hinton to be consistent here, you get some participation credit, especially for boxing. Cause you know, things could go South. Agreed. Agreed. But you know, going up to this, what's in store for you, you know, that your opponent has boxed before you have the ability to say, okay, he's of this quality. Like nothing about this says, Hey, I spent multiple days a week for several weeks preparing for this moment. And you deserve everything that comes to you. If you don't prepare properly, get- like, all the fight nights, you know, for both ticket in Dallas and you know, uh, I'm sure fraternities Every around the college around the country that yeah. like put these on. You can tell the guys who just think like, oh, I'm a strong guy. I show up and I'll fight. And for some reason, Nate Robinson did that, like, and it looked very odd. Like he lunged on his first punch and slipped, and I was like, yeah, this is going poorly. It was.
1: I, th- I think they that his trainers they told him like, you don't. Your only chance is if you catch him on a rut when you're rushing in, because like you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to like.
3: Either that or he just had too much adrenaline. Like, he yeah. came out too hot. He
1: probably it's, had a plan, it's, you and see, it
3: wasn't that. Right. And, and maybe if he would have weathered the first two minutes, he could have gotten into a rhythm, but he did not. You
0: see this not. in, in uh, front of the program, rough and rowdy, all the time, where where I would see guys who trained for six months, and then their training just goes out the window in 30 seconds because you're hyped up like crazy, and you just mm-hmm. start swinging. Yeah. And then, you throw, then you're you throwing pitches. and. and that's what it looked like bad. to
3: me more than yeah. than he was ill-prepared. Okay. Like, he just came in... And so and Mike it was Tyson, it was too big the the moment was too much. Everybody has a plan much. until
2: you get punched in the face. That's
3: right.
1: I think he was in. He came in in good shape, man. He's obviously a great athlete, but it uh, doesn't doesn't always translate.
3: But and and you're right. From the first punch he threw, where he like almost fell forward, you're like, uh-oh, oh, no. this is this It'd is not great. Funny,
0: but can you podcast? Has he tweeted? Yet? <laughs> has Nate Robinson yes. said it was Yes. Uh, if,
3: Randy, right if you'll below. scroll down a little bit, we'll he uh, right, he did. He did tweet he, that he's okay, although like this was an ugly one. He went down dude, face first.
1: Dude, it looked bad. Oh. Like the way he landed on his head, you're, you're worried about the neck.
3: Not good. After he got knocked down the first time, I was like, "Oh, oh, that that was a real shot." The like he's in one trouble. Could have the fight, and the third one was like, "Good night, lights out."
2: Yeah, it's is it.
0: is knocking somebody out on that stage like like that clean of a knockout. Is that up there with like a game seven home run, a a overtime goal? Like where does that rank, in in personal potential sports moments, individually?
1: A knockout that millions of people are gonna see. Right, and and like Twitter's set of flame. Like I, it, it's way up there. Dude, that's uh, that's up there, man. Cause you, <laughs> that's like that's primal. Right, primal. Like
0: it's a solo sport. Like, I'll take that over no, a,
3: And no matter what happens to you the rest of your life, nobody can call you a punk. Like, they've yeah. seen you knock a grown man out. It's yeah. different.
2: I, I would say the only issue for me in agreeing would be that you kind of have two parts here. Like, you have to have a match that's been hyped enough to where there's some personal vigor behind it. And then you also have to have either a disconnect or, like, a delay in the, like, oh, shit, is the person Okay. Because you don't have that experience with, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, bottom of the ninth home run
4: yeah,
2: um, where you drain a three or something like that's all you, your team, you did it. Achievement unlocked all of that shit. Like in this, there's like a little bit of your brain unless you're just stone cold killer where it's like, fuck, I hope the person's okay. Even in some UFC fights, you'll see somebody backflip, run the ring. But then there's a moment where their brain switches back and they're like, they kind of calm down unless it's like a McGregor uh Habib kind of fight yeah. where there's some personal fight figure <laughs> yeah. to where it's like i don't that give fuck a fuck if he's deal. dead or not yeah uh, uh you know what anybody
1: who goes the, the the worst person on twitter there's a lot of bad people on twitter but anybody who chirps a guy who gets knocked out like who's, who's doing a professional fight whether they have experience or not and like go makes fun of them like in a way like you know goes with them personally or something it's like dude they have the balls to get in the ring yeah um it's just a weird. There's a weird segment of uh, MMA Twitter specifically that loves, yeah, loves chirping people about that stuff. Uh, and then, of course, you had the the main exhibition was Roy Jones Jr. versus Mike Tyson. Did y'all even watch it? I did. You did watch it. I did. watch it. I checked
2: it. out beforehand because I saw this and I knew it wasn't two things: it. a They're not going to let this happen to one of those two guys, or if it does, I don't want to see it. Especially if that's it's a good not Roy Jones Jr. Like
3: I, I would I say, say, people would have been okay event. with that
2: having to Roy Jones, but if Tyson would have got knocked out like this, that would have been ugly. It would have been everybody would been Jones sad
3: too. I, this thing had a lot more buzz than I expected. If you yeah. were on Twitter, this was all anyone was talking about.
2: I think we actively talked about not watching this at all. Yes, yes, that's when we knew. About, for
3: months, I was like not interested, yeah. and then on Saturday, I'm like, let's get a crack. They timed
1: it well. So it was an exhibition. So. Um, they they were wearing bigger gloves, by the way, heavier gloves. Yes, which Eight, probably, saved Roy, probably saved Roy. Probably saved Roy. I bet Roy feels very very bad today because
3: there were some body shots.
1: The dude was getting his ribs just pieced up, and like Mike, he's Mike. He's like fifty three years old, but the dude still has absolutely good footwork. Very and he's very quick with the head movement. Can change levels, and he was landing some pure shots on on Roy's ribs. And I was it. I was just waiting for Roy to take a knee. Because he got smoked
0: in the liver, really? but he didn't. Yeah, it was good. I, I, I mean, might have to go find if there's like a replay. Roy situation.
1: tried to ruin it because he just kept he was trying to tangle up and just grapple and mm-hmm. dirty box a little bit, but like it was fine. They called it a draw, which was kind of a joke. If you bet on that, like R.I.P. to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyson definitely won it, but
3: yeah. And then I was they glad announced it. I they announced it a draw and. Afterwards, everyone was like, "Of course, they announced a draw. Like it was an exhibition. That was the only, that was the only way that they legally could announce it. But yet, the draw went off like plus eight hundred. You could have gotten paid if you just selected a draw. Um, anyway, it, that was weird to me, and yeah, uh, a little bit. Uh, you know, there, it, it's boxing, so there's always sketchy things happening. And then you have an exhibition amongst two people in their fifties. So weird." Uh, but, yeah, it, people seemed to like it. It was more fun than people anticipated. There there was no, like, oh, God, I that is regrettable. I did not want to see that. Those
1: dudes, they looked no. okay.
3: They ran around. You got to see Mike one more time.
1: This I, had more action than a lot of those uh, Glory Days S- or MMA fights. Yes. Where you get, like, an uh, old-ass rampage or whatever. Yeah. Or I, old, I, you know, old I don't Anderson want to see Silva. Tito yeah. Ortiz
3: versus... Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the Iceman Chuck Liddell no, that this no was nobody that. paid for it and it was ugly
2: I didn't see or watch the whole thing because I I can't watch the kind of thing the very heavy set heavy set gentleman and the female MMA chick like kickboxing or something oh yeah I saw that from Russia I don't Russia. know what that was from yeah, it was from it's Russia. Russia oh I didn't even see that I didn't finish the video and then later I saw the end of it she won the fight so I'm okay with it but it was like a Yokozuna sized guy fighting a female fighter shouts
3: to Yoko uh, RP, I Rest think, in peace. Oh yeah, clip. yeah, he's long gone.
2: Uh, and it was just a bad clickbaity thing, but that was the other combat. Yeah, it
3: was like know. a 120 pound chick fighting at yeah. least 450 yeah. pound like huge fat guy She's who came chopping up his legs. He came into the ring and she did you sling. see? Him? Did you see his entrance? That was the oh, best yeah. part. Oh yeah,
2: that was that he. Was, he,
3: he literally rolled into the ring and then rolled on his belly around the entire octagon. Uh, it was a really dramatic okay. pro wrestling entrance. Be
2: checking this out. Air rolled the whole time.
3: Yeah. Um and else, then she she put him to sleep.
1: Similarly, um uh, we can just pivot right in unless you got anything else on this. We can talk match. They'll match 3.0,
3: 2.0. 3.0. 3.0. Or 3.
1: Uh I watched quite a bit of this. This was this was decent TV to have on on Friday. The Friday after Thanksgiving, I'm not doing anything. I'm hanging out kind of in, you know, just still full, maybe having a little Thule, maybe a Miller High Life. You had uh Curry and Peyton versus Chuck and Phil. A lot of people put money on Curry and uh Peyton, which
3: most people are foolish.
1: I, I it's the scramble mindset. Like yeah. where they're
0: like, Oh, me and my buddies went like twelve under in a scramble. Like you have two relatively close to scratch golfers. Can they just beat Phil? Is what they were banking on.
1: Yeah, he's a pro for a reason. And not yeah. only is he a pro, he's you know, top yeah. ten all the time and owns the course. He it literally owns literally
2: the course. Literally owns the course. Yeah, this is did you see that commercial? Where he was advertising the course, and I don't know the name of the course, it was in Arizona. I look beautiful as, as golf idiot. Like it showed perfectly on TV. Everything about it looks great. Um, but at the end of the commercial, he's like, blah blah blah. Course, this that and the other. We've got eighteen holes. I don't know what the fuck he says. But then he goes. I loved it so much, I bought it. <laughs> I'm like, what a flex what a to flex. put in the commercial. <laughs> uh, that's that's modern-day Phil, man. Yeah, at one point,
3: they were like, Phil knows every inch of this golf course. And then one of the other announcers was like, well, he does own it. <laughs> he literally owns the land.
1: Uh, you had Chuck. Chuck actually surprised everybody. I think The that's dude's what, got some game.
2: Everybody was surprised not surprised, but I think that's what everybody underrated going into, is that they thought Charles Barkley would be as bad as Charles Barkley, like, from a vine seven years ago. Not that he's continuing to golf— yeah every day for the next you know 10 years and even
1: if he's terrible from tee to green once he gets on the green he he has touch
3: and it was good to see Phil like working as his caddy that was all pretty interesting he, telling he him gave where to putt
1: a very very thorough rundown of the greens my big
3: takeaway is just like pro golfers are really fucking good and and significantly better than maybe you think they are to, there were a couple things Phil walks with a towel everywhere he goes which is something that like a weekend hacker does not do and even even if you if you're willing to believe that Peyton and Steph are both scratch players, they're playing. They may be scratch players at their own personal club, mm-hmm. uh, under whatever conditions they go play on, and they may not. You know, I think 99 percent of golfers, if they hit a ball OB out of off the drive off the tee, they don't go back to the tee and hit another one. You go drop one, you take a one stroke penalty. Like that's not the way that that pros operate, and to there's just a much larger jump to be, and let alone, you know, Phil is is an all time great, but even at the tail end of his career, he's on a, a level that these two dudes can't come close to. Yeah, golf and is hard. I'm glad this was golf free. is hard.
1: I would not have paid money for this, just for the record.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that they dropped the pretense of doing these on pay per view. Just, it's good. It's fun to watch with nothing else going on on Friday. I would not have paid. Forty nine dollars or twenty four dollars, whatever the first one was.
1: People were pretty tough on Curry because he did not play to his one handicap. But the guy's legit, isn't he? Like, is he, isn't he hurt still? Like, doesn't he, he? he's
2: back to practice. He's good. Yeah. Okay, in the clear.
1: You could tell he was not having a fun time. Yeah, he, and he also doesn't have the personality to really carry that kind of deal. Peyton, no. neither of them did. It was kind of the Phil show.
2: Yeah, Phil stole the show with his like sensei approach to every shot that Chuck had. Like to the point where Steph was like getting to the green early, listening in, and he's like, I'm just enjoying Phil, like describe every little detail. I don't
0: know how you make one of those must watch TV unless it's just uncensored and on somebody's own like thriller, for example. And that that was that was <laughs> the pitch on
3: the first one. Yeah. That Tiger and Phil were gonna be going and they were gonna be making side bets. But, like, Tiger and Phil just no. aren't that cool. And it's like, like, I wish that they were, but... And it's not their it's money. It's not their money. It's Capital
0: One's money. Right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a charity. It's like...
3: And them uncensored just isn't wild enough to put on Troy. Yeah. Uh, even, you know, makes. if Chuck would have been drinking, yeah. maybe we could have gotten some of that, but... You get,
2: like, Troy Mullins out there, maybe. I'll I'll probably tune in.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Randy. Randy yeah.
2: disagrees Randy with that Randy joke. over here. Hey,
1: buddy. Uh, Troy Mullins, I... KJ, I read you loud and clear, yeah, and I yeah. co-sign. Yeah. Look it up, Mike, You want to run it back?
3: Sure. Uh, do, what is Russell Wilson mac and cheese though? I don't. I don't know what this is. Oh, good point. The, the, we run is, through these know. real quick? I'm, I can I'm, go really. Russell let's go real quick. Russell
0: Wilson dropped a wine of his own and a mac and cheese recipe. This is today. Russell Wilson's mac and cheese. Uh, pretty standard. One pound of cavatappi, salted or unsalted butter. Excuse me. Flour, milk, Gruyere, cheddar, pepper salt uh, morguer. That's mm. Russell Wilson's mac and cheese recipe. I married, mm. uh, I'm married to
2: Sierra. I have more than one pound of cavatappi. I'd I'm rather so try that, I'd rather try know. her goodies. Now, Dave, this is where <laughs> I want Am to write. right, you, right you
0: dro- uh, You're right. He dropped a wine. He dropped a wine in Washington in 2017. It's right up Dave's alley. Ready for this? The, the wine is an aromatic tour de force with appealing oh. aromas of black cherry, like Dave's favorite band, smoked meat, <laughs> dark <laughs> coffee, dried herb, and spice... Showing complexity in detail.
3: Is this a Pinot Noir?
0: Dude, does he even drink? He has those the nano bubbles in it. See, when I saw <laughs> he
3: puts it on his head. For when a I saw Russell Wilson mac and cheese, I thought this was gonna be some super fucking lame vegan mac and cheese thing with and, and non alcoholic wine. So I'm glad to see he's you know he's a Gruyere boy. It's huge. <laughs> it's got 93 points,
0: and it's 30 it bucks. Is it a Pinot Noir All right, or I mean, is it a, a Cabernet? Uh, what's it called again? It's a blend. Oh, it's, a uh, yeah. do- do- do. it's called the Untold Story.
3: Mm. That's so fucking lame. That mm. is, it's if you told me that Russell Wilson had a wine, I would well, call well, it. I would right. bet that it would be called the Untold Story. Yeah, I would say it's, it's a, let's so be lame. Great.
2: <laughs> let's be grapes. Let's be great. Ooh, <laughs> there we that's go.
1: Good.
3: Let's be grapes. Uh, Mike, uh, you want to run it back? Huh? I can do that now. Let's go. Uh, let me just start by saying I, I didn't do a great job this week. So. Let's okay. go to Run Back, the segment in which we talk about the things we already talked about. You did great today. Hey, we all agreed that everyone knows that Dorn is an objectively ugly guy.
2: One of the fucking ugliest. We
3: got a big upgrade with uh, with Brett here. Brett's
2: just Thank a great you. looking man. Babe.
3: Shouts to Dippy, the unofficial official mascot of Too Much Dip. Go get that merch. Uh, Micah accidentally catfished a waitress once. KJ explained Discord if you hit your boy up if you need a link. It was a shit Thanksgiving day at the Rough House. Yeah. We're calling compressed disc COMDIS now. Dave's riding with Jason Garrett and the Giants to win the NFC East. Go, Daniel Romo John. is giving Bruce Arians all the smoke. Tis the season for ass eating, according to KJ. Uh, time for what? an asicino from the Mocha Clapuccino.
0: Try <laughs> Do not...
3: Dave what's on the shirt? Oh, okay. yeah. All right. Dave is shocked that John Elway might not take COVID-19 seriously.
0: Toson. Uh,
3: KJ reminded us that everything is legal in Oregon. Lots of fools bet on Peyton and Steph. Golf is hard. We decided. Sure is. And uh, that was run it back.
2: It was, it was great corrupt- to be back.
3: It was good to hear the Mike Tyson uh, music. Of Mike Tyson back in our lives Ooh, a little, uh, Yeah. One other question. A tie in there. Sure. If Tyson is going to fight an actual active boxer are you interested? More no, interested no. than you no, were before. That,
1: that oh, damn it! I say this now, but no, that's sad. Like that, 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 thats not fair. I don't need to
3: see it again. I'm, I, it, I'm just happy that it wasn't terrible. It was more fun than we thought it would be. I don't need to see it ever again.
2: I'm okay with these like exhibitions where they are wearing bigger gloves, and the risk of like him getting his head beat in anymore is lower. Like I'd even prefer to him to have headgear on, to be honest with you. And then I would love to be able to see a move and marvel at how quick he still is. Um, Dave and I were talking about this earlier, like even during his interviews, you can tell his brain is still there. Like he can, he can still roll with the punches pun, unfortunately intended, but (laughs) he just connects to different places than a normal man would, but he still keeps up with conversations. So I'm glad he's able bodied, able mind. I'd like it to stay that way because he's had a sneaky, good post-career content life. So no doubt, let's keep that up for somebody who's served time. He has his weed farm. He's still exactly. A,
3: he's still yeah, A big shouts to Weedmaps.com, which got a lot of promo uh during the trailer fight, and shouts to Mike Tyson, America's favorite convicted rapist.
2: It's right. It's Geez. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, according funny. to the Who Q. Who has score. served well, think... their time.
3: That's true. That's true. His debt to
1: society. It is very odd that Okay, you wanna uh <laughs> <laughs> sure thing. Thanks for having me, Doug. See guys. you guys Thursday. Brett, you did a great job.
3: Appreciate You're it. You beautiful Dan. bitch.
1: <laughs> Bye. I want my chips with a dip.
3: That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with a dip. So bring them dips.